You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir, people, the time on Pertinence uh, Punctuated, uh, where we uh, join our very own uh, Molana Salim Karim on uh, the under the banner of marriage and uh, miscarriage. And, uh, you know, Molana uh, brought in a very salient issue and he spoke about, uh, you know, having illegitimate children and uh, people or oh, grandfathers of yesteryear made those uh, mistakes. And, you know, we heard stories that, you know, they had their mistresses, Allah forgive them, and uh, these uh, people were maybe of the Christian faith and so forth. And these children all grew up looking like Muslims, uh, but hating Islam because what was done to their mothers, they were left out there to hang, uh, you know, without a captain, without a shepherd. But uh, the mothers just been used having children. And uh, when the man found them a flat or whatever accommodation, and after he passed on, there was this Tamasha, the family members went to that lady, swore her, disowned her, even the children were all sworn at, and those children became ardent enemies of Islam. And uh, this evening on our show, inshallah, Molana Salim Karim, who is an, uh, an alim of uh, great repute, an alim that is brave, a mujahid, I call him, who will be tackling this issue. Molana Salim Karim, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And Alan Rosalun to your your slot on pertinence punctuated Molana. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Shafatbai, Allah Ta'ala grant all of us afiyat. Allah Ta'ala grant us protection. Allah Ta'ala bring a realization. And how beautiful Islam is, Shafatbai. Ji guna karte hai, Allah ki saamne hoti hai. Phir tawba karte hai, phir guna karte hai. The Pir Mafi Mante, Pir Allah Kisamni Rote, but Allah is Rafur Rahim. Many Rahman Ku Hamesha Rahim Payahe, Shafad Bai, Hamne Rahman Ku Hamesha Rahim Payahe. Allah Tala's beautiful attribute is Rahman, and Allah Tala is always Rahim. Allah Akbar, Allah Tala is most kind and compassionate. So, yes, Shafad Bai, it's better. If we suffer the consequences in this dunya, because inna azabi la shadid, on the day of Qiyamah, the punishment and azab is very, very severe. So, jokuchua, whatever mistakes we have made in life, because sometimes we have to scrutinize. These are topics people feel uncomfortable about. And Allah rewards you, people. I was discussing this thing with you. That I have many cases that came to me. That is why, to me, it's a very big concern where pay, children are looking for recognition. Mona, this is so and so. He is one of the leading persons in our town, and he's my father. But he doesn't want to recognize me. He's ashamed of me. He's embarrassed about me. So, what answer are we going to give to on the, on the day of Qiyamah? And tomorrow, these so called children the illegitimate walad zina and such harsh words we have to use the, that is not even befitting to even for me to use it on radio right now and it's no fault of these children it was our selfishness as adults and that's why Allah made it very clear in the Quran wala takrabu zina innahu kana fahisha don't go anywhere near zina it is one of the worst crimes that you can commit. And these Masum children, today they don't have a home, they don't have 
a backbone. They don't have no support. They are lost. They, they take to drugs. They go to criminal activities. They, uh, when they go and ask for recognition, they are kicked out, thrown out. So, on the day of Qiyamah, we are going to be held accountable. My only, as you said, Shafat, my marriage and miscarriage. One is about taking responsibility for the children that we fathered out of marriage. It's so, so important. You might as well come clean with your family, come clean in this dunya, and leave this dunya with a clean slate. Don't be caught on the day of Qiyamah because we are going to be embarrassing Rasulullah We are going to be embarrassed in front of Allah Rabbul Alameen when our books of records are going to be exposed and everybody will come to know. So for Allah's sake, I'm begging our listenership. I'm not saying everybody did it, but those who are involved in this illicit type of relationship and many illegitimate children were born, please take responsibility for them. See, if you have to look after them, educate them, bring them on Siratul Mustaqim, Allah Ta'ala will reward you. Yes, they won't inherit from you. See, they will always go with the mother, they will be linked with the mother. That's why in Islam, Allah Ta'ala gave us this beautiful institute of marriage. Because Sabitun Nasab, you know, that your fatherhood must be proven 100% that I am the biological father of this child. And that can only be possible when you make nikah according to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You consummate the marriage and Allah blesses you with a child. Your wife falls pregnant after nikah. Subhanallah, nurun ala nur. And that is why Islam said when you go for the proposal, Shafat Bayat, after the proposal is accepted, immediate nikah. There is no gap. There shouldn't be a gap for the so-called couples to meet. See, that's where shaitan plays havoc and haram activities take place and we get carried away. And unfortunately, the girl is pregnant and it's hidden from the family. The nikah is rushed and, 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 and hushed. Nobody should know. But I think people are very sharp. Shariat's masla is that after you get married, and in less than six months, your wife gives birth to a child. And obviously, she was pregnant before she was married. Before she married you, she was pregnant. Shariat has given the least is six months. A child can be born. Yes, it will be premature, whatever it is. So if it's less than six months after nikah, and if a child is born, it shows that your wife was pregnant before she married you or you married her. It's a big question now. Who's the father of this child? So look at the embarrassment, the inconvenience, and the trauma and stigma that is attached to this type of activity. So our dua should be, Rabbana, Hablana min azwajina, wazurriyatina, urrata a'ayun, waja'alna lil muttaqina imama. Allah, make our wives and our children the coolness of our eyes. So Shafat, we are not picking on anybody. 
not on those who committed this type of grave, grave, great sins and the children are innocent, maybe now they adult, they grown up, gee, they are married, they've got children. But how do you feel when you know that I don't know who my father is up till now, I'm looking for my father. The mother does not want to disclose it. And what happens then tomorrow? Somebody comes and tells you, do you know who's your father? Allahu the embarrassment, the psychological effect on that person, that whole life of that couple is destroyed. See, because I as the father did not take responsibility. I as the mother, I was not honest to tell my child that see, mom made a mistake. See, mommy made a mistake. See, your father is so and so. Allah Ta'ala is Ghafoor Rahim. Tell it to the child. When they reach the age of understanding, bring it to the attention. You keeping this as a secret, and unfortunately, one day the truth will surface, and it will be the most saddest day in our lives when somebody pitches up at the janaza and can prove that this is my father here, I have a right here, I will be at the funeral. See, then what face do we have? The whole world thought that I'm a wali of Allah, and here I'm sitting and I'm leaving this dunya with such tragedy. So, respected brothers, ataibu mina zambi kamalla zambala. Make sincere tawbah to Allah. Take, take responsibility for your deeds and actions. Try to correct the wrong. I'm not going into details. You want to know the fatwa? You talk to Mufti Saab, inshaAllah, Aziz. I'm just bringing this to your attention that we have lots of skeletons in our cupboards. We are talking on Marqa Sahaba and especially with Shafat Bayt. We're bringing this to the fore and to the front so that when we leave this dunya, we have made peace with Allah. Don't go with mission unaccomplished. This was our concern. We made mistakes. We have to take responsibility and fix those mistakes before we leave this dunya. This is one aspect about that. The second aspect. So many of us are living in a marriage where talaq has been issued. Three talaqs given. Maybe 50 talaqs given, 100 times talaqs given. And husband and wife say, no, let's hush it up. Nobody knows. Uh, it's only between you and me. We're living a life of zina. The children that are born out of that wedlock is also waladu zina, illegitimate. Gee, such a harsh word, harami. You know, I feel so, so hard to pronounce this word and say it. And you look at this innocent girl or this innocent boy and say this is a harami. Allahu Akbar. They were masoom. They didn't ask this to happen to them. The parents who did this and took the responsibility now should face the music. So Shafat Bhai, the second problem in our community, why there's no barakat in our married lives? Why there's no, no discipline in our home? Why there's no love and respect in our home? Maybe our nikahs are broken. We were joking with our wives. We divorced them. We were angry. We said divorce. We pronounced the word talaq. We wrote the word talaq. We messaged the word talaq. We SMS the word talaq to our wife. And then we delete it. When you are caught and you now you know that you fired three bullets, now you're looking for someone to save your skin. And we say, no, nobody knows about it. Just keep it within us. Let's live very embarrassing. You're living a life of zina. You're living a life of guna. Please, brothers and sisters, I'm begging you. For Allah's sake, you have to meet Allah. The Allah. If any of this has happened to you, please, it's a time for you now to make 
right, inshallah, and confess and stand in front of an Ali Medin or a Muftiani Kiram and say to them, this happened so many years ago. Is my marriage still valid or is my marriage not valid? Please inform me. Don't live with a conscience, a guilty conscience, for Allah's sake. Live a life of purity and taqwa and modesty. Al-Hayaw Modesty is very part of our Iman. This is the second worry, Shafat Bhai. That is my marriage intact? We make a lot of excuses. I lost my temper. I was just joking, Shafat Bhai. Salatun jidduhunna jiddun wa hazluhunna jiddun. Oh, kama qala nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There are three things. Don't play with it and don't joke with it. If you are serious, it's serious. And if you're joking, it's serious. What is it? Talaq. One is talaq. If I joking, I had a cup in my hand and I gave it to my wife and said, you know what, here's your talaq. I'm joking. I had no intention. That is why don't play. Don't ever bring that word in your mouth. Talaq. It shakes the arsh of Allah. It destroys the whole marriage. So if you jokingly said to your wife, here's this cup and here's your talaq. And tomorrow, when your wife goes and asks an alim that my husband, while having a cup of tea, said to me, jokingly, we were just casual joking. And he said to me, uh, here's your talaq. Am I divorced or not? See what the Muftiyani Kiram will say, you are divorced. And then your eyes become so popped out when you told the Maslam. Don't play with the word talaq. One. Number two, itaq. In, in the olden days, we had slaves. See? They were captured and you can free them or they will work for their freedom and they pay the money and they are set free. But even if you jokingly said to your slave at that time, in the zamana when this was prevalent, where there were slaves that were in your in your in your position, if you jokingly said to them, Gee, that you are free, then you'll be free. And nikah also. You see, we have this place sometime end of the year, we have this jalsas. Or sometime in the schools we have a, a play for the pagri and make mockery everything, and they create a talaq scene. Gee. They create a marriage scene. You got two witnesses there. MashaAllah, Mahari is mentioned. The two witnesses are present and the boy is saying, the Mahana Saab is saying, so-and-so Saab uh, marrying you to so-and-so lady here. You accept her in your nikah. It's a play. It's a joke. It's humor, fun. And the boy says yes and the girl says yes. They are married according to Sharia. So it's still a sunnah. Against the principles of Sharia. So don't play with Nikah, don't play with Talaq, and don't play with Nikah. So this is a second worry in the Ummah. There are so many husbands who have pronounced Talaq over and over, more than three times to their wife. They still live in They are now reaching old age. They have so many children thereafter. And then we realize why there is so much of calamity so much of issues in our marriages. So these are the two important points 
that I wanted to raise, Shafatwai, is that each one should take stock and inshallah go back to the drawing room and see, is my marriage 100% in order? Did I ever utter the word talaq? Yes, somebody will ask this question, Shafatwai, what if I tell my wife, get out of here? Take your bags and get out. Just like in anger mode. Yeah. Go to your father's house. What the Sharia is Maslaka. That's ambiguous. When you do not use the word explicitly talaq, or we use the F word, as unfortunately we are so uncouth that, that she's your wife, she's somebody's daughter, and you use such horrible, vulgar languages. Get out, take your bags and go. Don't show me your face. I don't want to see you ever. Gee, you are this, you are that. Now, you are fighting. There's an argument that's taking place. Gee, nobody in good mood will say such rubbish and harsh words. It's a Only when you're angry and you go for the jugular, then the worst words come out of your mouth. Gee, so now come here, a question. The husband said to his wife, take your bags and go. Pack your bags and go. Get to your mother's house. Tell your father to come pick you up. You know, what does this imply in Sharia? Is this talaq or not talaq? So, straight jacket answer. You need to ask the husband because he did not use the word talaq explicitly. He used ambiguous words. So, the Sharia says you have to ask him, what did he mean by that word? If he meant talaq, it would be one talaq him. And if he says, no, I didn't mean that, I was just threatening her. I have no intention of talaq, and we take his word that it's not a talaq. Okay. So these are serious consequences. So may Allah Ta'ala protect us, okay. There's a beautiful saying, you know, shohar ka thora ihsas karna. You know, if the husband just has a bit of consideration in him, the wife's pain and sorrow will become light. Just because I'm being a loving husband, I'm considerate. Not that you trample her. What a beautiful saying in Urdu. Shohar ka thora ihsas karna. Ihsas means consider. Consideration. Just a wee bit of consideration from the husband's side. Your wife is sad, she's depressed. He's suffering with panic attacks. Just a little bit of consideration. Allah Ta'ala, you know, will make it easy. Now, let's see some of the reasons why we get besukuni in our life. Some are the reasons because of the husband's behavior, attitude. Let's see some of the weaknesses of the women, which sometimes leads to talaq or leads to these types of activities. Number one, not giving preference to her husband. She's more worried about her business. She's more worried about her beauty. She's more worried about her friends. She's more about fashion. No time for the husband and the children. I'm not saying all our sisters are doing this. I'm not pinpointing anybody's faults. I'm looking at the reasons why there is so much of discord in a marriage. That when a wife does not give preference to her husband, he is your Jannah or your Jahannam. Rasulullah asked the Sahabiya, Gee, how is your husband? How do you treat him? She said, Alhamdulillah, I treat him well. Rasulullah said, be good to him. He's either your Jannat or Jahannam. I think it was Hazrat Muaz ibn Jabal. Rasulullah sent him to Yemen. 
as an ambassador. And they, the king of the Zamana of Yemen, people used to make sajda to him. So, Hazrat Mu'adh ibn Jawal comes back and he says, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I saw the subjects of Yemen kissing the king and making sajda to him. I want to make sajda to you in respect. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him, Sajda is only for Allah. You never bow to anybody else but Allah Rabbul Alameen. And let me tell you, Ya Mu'az, if Sajda was allowed, then Allah Pak would have asked the wives to make Sajda to their husband. But Sajda is only for Allah Rabbul Alameen. So, if you don't give preference to your husband, you worry about so many other things besides him. Number two, disrespect for the in-laws. You know, one is, you'll have this argument between mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. It can be resolved amicably, but it just turns into such hatred and such animosity that they can kill each other. That's not good. Number three, family feud. My family has got problems with, with, my, 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 with my wife's family. We come to blows. We want to kill each other. We don't make salam. We don't meet on Eid day. We bring family feuds in it. Bad mouthing and arguing. You have a small fight with your husband. The neighbors know exactly what happened. Friends know what happened. Gee, I speak bad about my husband. I speak bad about his family. Yeah, on the other side, earning hard. You're working hard, you're earning, but no food, no water in the house. You're buying out. The greatest honor in a house of our buy is when a wife prepares a simple meal and the family sits together and eat and compliment your wife, you know, whenever she cooks, even if it's not that tasty, say it's mashallah, it's tasty. Allah Ta'ala give you adri azim. Husband and wife, gee, are working, but there's no food in that house. See? The children are eating dry bread. You give them butter bread and jam. But you can give them a nutritious meal. So where's the barakat? Number two. Okay, no, no one is looking after the kids. As I said, this is a major problem. Kids are left alone after school, after madrasa. Our parents are coming late at night. There's no senior person to supervise the kids. Okay. Make cutter of time. Program your life that once you come from work, I'll prepare a pot of food for my family. There'll be family time, there'll be ibadat time, there'll be me time between husband and wife. Program yourself. Gee? Not concerned about neatness of the house. This is a major crime. My house is very untidy. My wife doesn't make the bed in the morning. The dishes are left from last night. Gee, the house hasn't been swept. My house is not neat and tidy. The kitchen is the pride of a woman. Give to her a good kitchen. Inshallah, she'll love you more and more. But unfortunately, sometimes we are so preoccupied serving others that we neglect our own home, then our family and our children. And finally, this is the worst that can ever happen is to criticize and fight with your husband in public. I've seen many husbands being abusive in public swearing their wives, flinging things at them. And I've seen some wives 
swearing their husbands and calling them names in public. That's not the sign of a good wife. So that marriage is in great trouble. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq and Allah Ta'ala give us uh, tawfiq to make tawbah. Let's rectify, let's check and recheck the status of our nikah. And as I said, if ever any one of us have created and brought into this world illegitimate children, stand up and take responsibility and correct the wrong. And inshallah, then when you leave this dunya, you will not stand embarrassed in front of Allah. May Allah give us tawfiq. Jazakallah, Mulana, absolutely brilliant indeed. And Allah bless you for addressing that, that issue. And, uh, you know, what about those that alter DNA? You know, uh, uh, maybe there's a uh, someone that they well-to-do and, uh, you know, that they, they, they know that uh, the lady uh, or the, the lady that uh, uh, they involved with had slept with another partner or another man and uh, that, you know, he knows it's my child, but maybe I can get a medical um, test done and I've got the money, I'll buy the, you know, the, the test off or, you know, I'll, I'll get it all altered and we play, uh, put the blame on another guy, but it's this man's child and the, the other guy brings up the child. What happens then, Molana? Molana, Sharad Bhai, you asked a very beautiful question. There's a beautiful hadith, Al-Waladu Lil-Firas. If you married and you slept with your wife on that bed, in terms of Sharia, if she's pregnant, you are the father. Hadith of Rasulullah. If you slept on that bed and your wife fell pregnant, you can't come here and say, I'm not the father of this child. If you slept with your wife, Alhamdulillah, you made nikah, you slept with her on that very same bed. Whatever happened, tomorrow you cannot deny and say, I'm not the father of this child. The fatwa in shariat, al-waladu lil-firas. You slept on that bed with your wife, you will take responsibility to be the father of the child. Or otherwise, you can prove, as you said, DNA, you have got doubts. G. Many times when the child is born, now I think they are so advanced with DNA, Shafat Bhai. You know, uh, they inject the mother's womb and they draw fluids from there and they test to see the DNA of the husband and wife and match it with the child and they will be able to tell you who the father of the child is. Gee. So in Sharia, it's taken for granted, a straightforward rule. That's your wife, you made nikah, you slept with her, she's fallen pregnant, you are responsible for the child and you will be the father of that child. And if you're still not satisfied, if then you can go and do a paternity test, you can go and do a DNA test. And if it's proven that you was not the father, then you have a right then, inshallah, you saw then how reliable it is. I, I, I don't know, I don't want to get into that details. But he said, Morana, when it was tested, came back. Gee, I was not the father of this child. This child is, subhanAllah, grown up. I love him. And I will still look after him and feed him and educate him. You'll have people like that. And then you'll have people who will have an adverse effect and disown the child. And then either if he divorces the wife, may Allah give us tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillah, Molana, you know, the time is of a premium. But your parting words uh, before we let you go? 
is a partnership, not a democracy. Marriage is a partnership, not a democracy. Two, husband and wife are best friends. Just by consulting each other and making decisions together will make their married life a bliss. That's my parting words. Marriage is a partnership. It's not a democracy that you can just say what you want, do what you want, like we believe that democracy, we have the best constitution in the world. Absolutely wrong. The best constitution in the world is the Quran. Allahu Lazim. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, forgive us. Allah Ta'ala bring reality and realization in our lives. You have a beautiful evening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, I'd like to thank Lukolo for brilliant engineering. Keep it locked on to Marcus Saba for beautiful programming. From the TV night, we'll meet you again. We bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.